to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live as always from lovely Austin, Texas. And guys, we're going to be talking about a topic which I think is core to the success of every single agent out there. It's creating, you know, Julie called it your perfect prospecting environment, but really what it is is your perfect office environment. This is something that we talk about frequently, and the reason we talk about this is because it's really critical that you do this right. Because at the end of the day, there's only so many things in this life you can actually truly control. And here are the three things, generally speaking, you can control. You can control your, your essentially your what you do physically. You can control whether you're fat. You can control whether you're thin. You can control control what you're going to eat. You can control what you're, if you're going to exercise. So let's be all in agreement, regardless of your DNA or whether you're big boned or not, you actually can have a very direct effect on basically your physical aspects of your, you know, your body. So that's we're in agreement about. And let's move on to the next one. Let's talk about financial. You can control your financial environment as well. You can control what you spend. You can control what you save. You can control what you earn, especially in this industry. You can control literally every aspect of your financial lives. Can we all agree to that? Yes, we can. Now, the third thing that you can control is your environment. Now, the environment is an interesting thing because it really does have a very dominant effect on the other two things, and here's what I mean by that. If your office is an absolute shit show with stuff everywhere, with rewards from last year and from plaques in your, in your organization of how you have things you know, put together and all the rest of it is a mess, if your environment is a mess, it's a direct window into those other two aspects of your physical, of your physical life and your financial life. Isn't it interesting, and you guys know this from going on listing appointments, that when you walk into someone's house and the house is a mess, chances are oh, those other two aspects of their lives are a mess as well. So it's our contention that of the three things, physical, financial, and, uh, and you know, your actual environment, of those three things, the thing that you want to concentrate on the most, to focus on the most, to actually get in control of first is going to be your environment. So when we talk today, we're going to be sharing with you guys how exactly to have your office set up for the sake of actually doing some proactive lead generation. So, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. You are unmuted. Yes. Remember to unmute yourself. Good. I believe I am. And thank you, you for are. that. And people are still uh, asking us if we're okay, if we're drowning, flooded. No, everything is cool here. But those of you who are in Florida, our hearts go out to you. I've got a lot of people on the Facebook page, Tim, talking about their preparation. Nobody knows who's going to get hit when and where and how. And I always tell them, look, and we'll talk about this on the premiere call today as well for my premiere members. Put your own oxygen mask on first. If you missed the podcast that we did, I think it was the beginning of this week, maybe it was last week, about what to do when disaster strikes, we had a 10-step um, you know, podcast about what to do there. Take care of yourself first. Get your preparation ready. Know what you'll do if they tell you to get out of town. And, you know, we're all just uh, praying that it's not too bad for you guys, but it looks like you're going to have something to deal with. So take care of yourself first, and then think about your vacant listings. Who's taking care of those? Think about your elderly clients. Who's taking care of them? Great opportunity to be of service while you have time to do that before the hurricane actually hits you. So back to you, Tim. Just had to give a little shout-out about that little chatter on Facebook. 
So um, on Amazon, our, be- our book continues to be a number one bestseller, which we owe it all to you guys. You guys are the ones that are buying it and giving us these great ratings. There's been a lot of fun reviews that have come in, and, and the ones I like to read to all of you guys are, I think, the ones that are going to be the most influential on all of you. Um, and Vivian Hong, I love yours. The book is no joke. It's everything from mindset, goal setting, daily habits, and other uh, good stuff that's all real estate professionals who are seeking to improve and upgrading themselves should read. This book is an awesome information and content, yet very easy to read. Uh, every rule is very practical, sharp, and to the point. I especially love Harris highlights at the end of each uh, rule. Reading how a real person gets amazing results by applying the rule is really encouraging. If you are looking for a book on how to do the business right, look no further. Harris is what you need. And I, I mean, most of the, I mean, there's, I, I hate not reading some of these. Lamont Bird, thank you for your feedback of your book review. You gave it to us today. It was very short, but it's to the point. The book is perfect for agents. Tim and Julie have a uh, give you a no nonsense, honest guide to being successful and growing your business. And then, I mean, obviously, guys, there's almost 70 of these on here. I could read these all to you. But, guys, the gist of it is, is the book is hitting target with what we hoped it would. It's giving you guys a cut through the BS, practical guide to actually achieving success in this business. And not by – and the way we – essentially, frankly, the way that we're hoping you guys gauge your success and the way you – frankly, if you're a business person, the way you look at success – is the amount of profit you make. And so what we are gearing all of our practical, tactical advice towards is the accomplishment of that goal. And obviously you're not going to make the profit you want to make in order to basically build the riches you want to build unless you are uh, providing an extremely high level of service. In other words, you're being of service to other people. When you do that, you will make tons of uh, tons of profit. So focusing on being of service to others, if that's your dominant mindset, and then followed by doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Guys, the book is basically the roadmap that goes uh, that carries those two concepts further. So please do go to Amazon, get Harris Rules, um, help us get the. You know, the funny thing, Julie, is there's been like literally thousands of people that have purchased it so far. And we don't have mm-hmm. thousands of reviews yet. So for all of you guys who are listening who bought the book who haven't given us a review yet, please do that. We really sincerely appreciate it. The actual launch, because this book is still in pre-marketing, the actual launch of the book starts on it's in 11 days. So in 11 days, it was our goal to have 100 um, great reviews. We're at 64 now, so please help us to get to 100. Just go to Amazon.com and put in HarrisRules.com. So, Julie, anybody else you want to acknowledge before we get to our first point? Uh, yes, and kind of a prequel to a future podcast that you and I were discussing this morning. Uh, Ricardo Rangel posted something simple. It's just a picture of a really nice-looking basket with a sign that says, please remove your shoes or wear shoe covers to protect the floors that may one day be yours. Something <laughs> right out of our coaching, right in the uh, listing tools section of uh, Premier Coaching, and he made it look really nice and classy. You and I were talking this morning about originally, you know, a Howard Brinton thing that was called Moments of Truth. But really your question was, what product can you identify that gives overwhelming value? And how can you as an agent well, provide my, that, my question, oh, that the perfect right. product, I think is how you phrased it. Right, yeah. right, exactly. So Julie and I were talking about this morning, and this is a concept we're working on for a future podcast. And we're, this is an idea I came up with having helped a lot of you guys in email, but here's the concept of it. Can you think of a perfect product in your lives? What is something that you've purchased? Or, you know, let's assume a service 
is the same as a product, right? So let's just put them all into the same bucket and call it product. What is a perfect product? What is something where you feel like when you engage with it, you buy it, you, you know, use it, you whatever it, you have this overwhelming sense of, wow, that was fantastic. It exceeded my expectations. And I was talking with Julie that it seems like there's, even, there's fewer and fewer of these perfect products, as I call it, that are, that are being sold nowadays because for the most part, like, you know, I was thinking about an iPhone, the new iPhone that's coming out this, this month. It's going to be, you know, hundreds if not $1,000. And I was thinking to myself, is that the perfect product? Maybe. So if you think in terms of like what are – I think a cup of coffee is a perfect product, right? For what you pay for what you get, that's a, probably a perfect product. And I was thinking about the Internet. The Internet's a perfect product. I was thinking about other aspects of um, – our lives that where we spend money and what we get in exchange where we actually feel like that was an exceptional experience versus I feel like I overpaid or I feel like I didn't get the experience I thought I was going to get or the product didn't offer the value I thought it was going to offer or, or the product didn't last as long as I thought it was going to last those types of concepts you guys get what I'm saying here so what I was talking about with Julie is how do we convey to our listeners the idea of making themselves into that category of perfect product? How do we make it so that they can uh, build their business around the concept of uh, having it so that when folks do business with them, that the folks that are doing business with them feel like they just had an exceptionally high level of service. Their experience exceeded their expectations to the point where the buyer or seller feels like they almost should be paying you even more for the service you provided versus feeling like they didn't get what they expected. Do you guys get the concept here? So what Julie and I are going to do is we're going to write a, a radio show around that so you guys can make a – it's going to be like a check list so you can go through every single aspect of your business and ask yourself whether or not you really are the best version of that that there is in the marketplace right what is my experience when I engage with you as a real estate consumer from any angle of the business and then we're going to talk about what it means to have that be an incredible experience for the consumer that's so that's going to be an upcoming podcast and Julie the other thing we're going to talk with it we're working on we're, we're really drilling down and helping these guys to think big for 2018 we're writing some shows about that we're writing some shows about the practical, you know, the types of things they could be doing around the holidays to really kick it out of the park for their centers of influence and past clients and all that good stuff. So, guys, listen, stay drilled down, stay focused. Um, we are consciously getting our game on. We are actually getting uh, increasing our intensity for the rest of the year because our natural tendency, just like all of yours, is in about another month to start winding it down. Now, you don't actually consciously think about it, but if you guys notice that, October rolls in, November, December, you just stop really putting in the effort. You stop putting in the – you might show up to work, but there's not a lot of intensity when you're at work. You're not really drilled down, you know, getting the results that you want to be getting. You guys notice that's usually what fourth quarter is all about, kind of rationalizing being lazy because it's the holidays. Well, we are – and we have for, you know, a long time – fought against that natural tendency because everybody has that tendency and we're going to do our best for the rest of the year on this podcast and those of you who are coaching members to experience an elevated level of intensity during a time when everyone else is being lazy that is what it is by the way because when you are doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and you happen to be acting like that at that heightened level when everybody else is being lazy you're going to win at such a high level because the, there's still buyers and sellers out there and you're going to be on fire, focused, drilled down when everyone else is basically basting their turkeys. When you have that mindset, you're going to have such powerful momentum rolling into 2018. Oh, that reminds me. 
uh, more emails about the mastermind that we have starting probably next week or the week after that. Here's how it's going to work. As I said yesterday, for those of you who purchased the book, um, you're going to be invited to be part of a mastermind. The mastermind is hosted by Julie and I, and the focused intent of the mastermind is for the next 90 days to get you into that heightened level so that when 2018 rolls around, you're not just getting ready to get started. You actually already have momentum. So that's just going to exclusively be for those of you who bought the book, uh, and we'd certainly appreciate also if you give us a, a great review about the book. But, you know, we want you to also be honest, but hopefully you're like everybody else and you love it, so you guys get what I'm saying. So, Julie, let's roll into – uh, point number one of creating their perfect prospecting environment, but also creating their perfect work and office environment. Yes. Well, as always, I have a short preamble to that. Your perfect prospecting environment, your perfect work environment, office environment, your dollar productive area, we can call it any of those things. We're going to talk about 10 key elements, but let's start with what does it look like now? Do you have goat paths through mounds of files, outdated calendars, or other shrapnel all over your office? Or do you have an environment conduce conducive to your product, which is profit? Reminder, tie into the book, Harris Rule number four, profit is your product. And we've done shows on that very point, so I'm not going to hover too long on that. But one challenge I have to everybody, and this will be fun on Facebook, send us your before and after pictures. That's always fun. And I love to see those in my email. Uh, but you can post those on Facebook because the before pictures and the after pictures, you guys always say the same thing with the after when you're all organized and you're in your productive area. It's like, oh, my God, now I really feel like the business person that I've always wanted to be. Now I'm taking so much more action because I can even find what I'm supposed to be doing. Right? So before and after pictures, I challenge all of you, please do that on Facebook, support each other. Remember, proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Your environment <laughs> matters. Does it look like a place that's dollar productive, or does it look like a place that the fire marshal is going to condemn if he were to know? Okay, which is it? What goes into your powerful environment? We're going to talk about 10 points, so let's jump into number one. Your goals are clearly posted on the wall and or dream board. Goals should be in five areas of life defined by your treasure map. So Premier Coaching members know exactly what I'm talking about. And the treasure map, if you want to revisit that, is in the fundamental section. But, uh, Tim, you can tell them in a little bit about how to get the treasure map if they don't have it already. But the goals in five areas of life are right there. They're posted so that when you walk into your office, and maybe you're having some day where you have an appraisal to deal with or a terrible home inspection or whatever, and you're about to throw in the towel, oh, real estate sucks, I have difficult clients, and you look at your wall and it shows you your goals and why you're doing this then you're going to get right back into action instead of making it your theme song for the rest of the week or the month or the quarter or heaven forbid the year that something happened. Oh my goodness. Your goals will keep you straightened out. Point number two, and this is a big thing and there's a lot of postings on Facebook about this is great examples. Whiteboards are being used the way we prescribe to you tracking every aspect of your business. Yes, I know you can do spreadsheets. Who doesn't know how to do a spreadsheet or a PDF tracking right now? Um, it's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about visual accountability. When you track your leads, your active listings, your motivated buyers, your pendings and your closings, those are your five boards. And I won't go into great detail on that because you can find it if you're one of our premier coaching members. We have lots of great examples of that. When you track all of those things, especially when you do it chronologically, everything starts as a lead and ends as a closing, you'll see on those five boards, where is your white space? If you've got tons of closings right now, as many of you do, but you don't have enough listings, 
and your listings board is practically blank because you're selling them so fast or because you haven't been, you know, turning them into listings, you're going to have a great closing month, sure, because that board's full. But this white space over here tells you what you're supposed to be doing today. Maybe you've got a board full of listings, but not enough closings. Maybe you need to do a price reduction or several. So it tells you what to do when you track it visually. Does that make sense, Tim? Because I know a lot of people say, oh, that's really old school. I'll just use my spreadsheet. Well, look, a CRM, a great CRM like FirePoint is fantastic, right? Because it essentially gives you a snapshot of everything. But isn't it, I'm standing here in my office, and my office is designed exactly like we want you guys to design it. Literally on my right side are two dry erase boards. My desk, by the way, is a dry erase board, and I keep my daily activities when I have to do this particular day written on my desk. And the desk, some of you guys will ask, is from UpDesk. Literally, it's a stand-up desk, and uh, you push a button, and the desk can go up or down. And it, the surface of it is a dry erase board. You guys might want to consider doing that yourselves in your own business. So that's, you know, Julie and I live by what we say. Now, we have very advanced systems for managing our thousands of users and members and all the whole thing. But I like personally to see what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't want to have to search for it. I don't want to have to have it buried between two or three windows. And when you're in sales, the thing that's easy to do, and this is the reason that we rally against people building these ridiculous long-term drip campaigns, isn't because they don't work, because sometimes they do. It's because it creates a psychological blanket for yourselves not to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And if you don't believe me, let me just think, just you know, position this in your heads, okay? So if you guys have a list of a thousand people that you're dripping camp, you, know, you have a drip campaign. Say they're buyers, because that's mostly what you guys are hanging your hats on with these drip campaigns. So you have a drip campaign that you're, you know, basically dripping on buyers. Does that really kind of does that it, it motivate you to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level? Does that actually encourage you to learn how to prospect for, you know, unrepresented owners, FISBOs, or does it make you sort of like have this false sense of comfort that hey, you know what, I've got these all these hooks in the water, I've got a thousand hooks in the water, you know, and I have all these, you know, fish that might one day bite. And so I'm not actually going to learn how to prospect. I'm not going to do what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it at the highest level. You see what happens, guys, is that those drip campaigns and those long-term follow-up campaigns, they make it so that you guys can be complacent and not actually learn how to be masterful with your sales skills. It's not because they don't work, but they eventually do work. Some of them do work. But I have, and just being more real, very critical of these p campaigns, the reason that they've gone from being a decent source of business 10, maybe, well, hell, truthfully, 15 or 20 years ago to now a crappy source of business is because the buyers are on multiple campaigns. They're getting the same information that you're emailing to them, listings information primarily, from five or six different sources. So for all the new agents out there, I want you to hear what I'm telling you. Those drip campaigns are fine to have in place, but you have to assume that they're going to be an utter waste of time because the effectiveness of them isn't what it used to be. And a lot of people who will tell you about their drip campaigns aren't really giving you the full picture. They're not also telling you that they're calling those people. They're direct mailing those people, those people that are centers of influence and past clients and all that sort of thing. But just by gathering, by creating a landing page where you're going to capture somebody's information, you're going to put them in a drip campaign, a perfect stranger to you, to, for you to think and for you to actually psychologically believe that you have any resemblance of financial security from that is an enormous mistake. So please don't make that mistake. And just remember, Julie and I keep it real. We're being honest with you. We want you guys to be successful, not marginally successful, but incredibly successful. You know, I had I've never coached anybody who has considered their long time their long uh, term lead follow up campaign a spoke. It's that inconsistent. In other words, they don't even believe it's going to create any closable business, but it's just 
something they do because usually it's part of a CRM that they're already paying for. So, Julie, next point. Yes, absolutely. So, number three, phone setup. Have a cordless phone and a cordless headset with really great range to it. You should not be sitting around in your recliner, you know, with what have you all around, you know, in your casual setup. If you want to be full of energy and enthusiasm, get your heart rate up. Be walking around. Use the up desk that Tim just described to you so that you can have it at, de at you know, the right height for you to be walking around. Cordless phone, cordless headset. And by the way, I, you and I both know this from coaching calls, you need to make sure that you're doing some test calls now and then to a friend and make sure that the quality of your headset, your batteries aren't dying, you're not having some weird, you know, digital underground echo going on. Maybe the reason you're not setting more appointments is because the people you're prospecting following up on can't really hear what the heck you're saying, but they're not telling you. Your best friend, call them now and then, ask them how you sound. They'll tell you. <laughs> Point number four. Well, but that's, you know, the, but that's saying, the problem with having just the, that's the that's the problem with just having a cell phone, and that's the problem with just using a Bluetooth earpiece. And I know you guys are doing it, let's be honest, to be cheap, but the reality of it is, is that your voice quality is not the same if you're using an actual phone line. Um, again, this is going against what other people are telling you, but I'm telling you, the voice quality matters. You do most of your work on the phone. You do you all your lead follow-up, all your communications to everyone – the phone. The phone is probably your most important tool, arguably even more important than your computer. If your voice is not the best clearest that it possibly can be because you're trying to use your Bluetooth earpiece and you're oh, sounding muffled and whatnot, what's going to happen, even if you're saying something compelling to a prospect, is because you're hard to listen to, they're going to psychologically stop listening. They're going to want to think of how to get off the phone. But if you're able to convey your USPs, and convey your value to folks, they're going to listen. So it's really important that you guys listen to what we're saying about making sure you're using a real phone. Yes, and it's normal to go through headsets and batteries and setups. Make the investment. It's critical. Point number four, put your scripts on the wall or in a portable notebook full of scripts. On our website, we have every script you could possibly ever need, okay? And some of them have two or three versions that you can mix and match. You're more likely to use them when you can find them, put them on the wall, put them on a notebook, keep it organized, create a scripts book for yourself. That's easy to do. Point number five, have a uh, mirror with your goals and five areas of life nearby. Look in the mirror. Do you look like somebody who is achieving that? When you have a mirror in your office and you can see if you're smiling, if you're talking with your hands, if you have lots of energy and enthusiasm, you're much more likely to sound like somebody who your prospect wants to list with. Sometimes when you look in the mirror and, and you notice like, gosh, I look like I need a lot of sleep. Maybe I sound like that too. So have a mirror in your office. Uh, number six, listing inventory whiteboard goal with blank spots for your future listings to be filled in. This is your reminder that the listing agent's lifestyle is better. Listings are mental labor. Buyers are physical labor. I know that many of you are working on becoming better, more powerful listing agents. You're more likely to take the action and take the risk, like the Facebook post from yesterday, Tim, where she really didn't feel like talking to for sale by owners, called three, talked to two, set one appointment. You know, you don't have to feel like it, but you're more likely to do it when you have a reminder visually that listing inventory, you know, in the, in the treasure map, you have to figure out your magic number, number of listings you have to have at all times to drive the business, the goals that you need to reach driven by listings. So if your magic number is, say, 10 listings at all times, and you've only got three filled in, 
Maybe you're still, you know, a little bit nervous when you're prospecting, doing your lead follow-up, haven't gotten your marketing out lately. You are not going to be able to look at that white space with your goal of 10 listings and sit there with three for very long. And by the way, erasing it and, you know, lowering your goal, not an option once you've figured out what your real numbers require. There's something about the whiteboards that work. So point number seven, you've got to have your phone numbers ready, whether that means you're using an auto dialer or whether you just have to get into, say, FirePoint and have those 10 past clients that you're going to talk to today ready to rumble. Have that system worked out and know how to use it. Some of you guys, you know, you have FirePoint, but you have to learn how to use it and turn that into your only CRM. Don't have that plus three by five cards and the handwritten thing in your purse and something written on your hand. Actually have your database organized, which is point number eight, past client database ready on just one system. Point number nine, you might consider having a second computer up and running that is just your MLS and you know maybe the MLS and some tax records so that when you're walking around on your headset and you're converting a lead into an appointment, you don't have so many screens open on your main computer that you can't just go right over to the MLS, pull up some comps, or whatever it's going to take to answer those questions. Consider having two computers with one dedicated to your MLS and to your property, uh, different databases that you use all the time on virtually every call. Point number 10, I'm going kind of fast so we can get through everything and they can take action. Point number 10, motivational quotes, music you like, hand weights, stair stepper, whatever it takes to keep your energy and enthusiasm high. Have powerful affirmations posted. I like always using, I'm a doer, I do things now, I get things done. That helps me, to, you know, get things done. So remind yourself of what works for you and surround yourself with those things and get rid of the stuff that bogs you down. Number 11, to Tim, you already touched on this, use a stand-up desk, remove all chairs from your environment, increases your heartbeat, your energy, enthusiasm, not to mention the clutter of having too many chairs around. And then the secret is this, to all of this, your goal is setting appointments, not just making contacts. Try the 15-minute power prospect concept, bite-sized power prospecting, with the intent of setting appointments. Remember, leads by themselves have no value. Contacts for the sake of contacts have no value. Don't fall into contactitis once you've got all of this set up and you're ready to rumble. The point is to help as many people as you can possibly help in the time that you have allotted to do it in. So take those bite-sized pieces and run with it. And Tim, I'm going to turn it over to you. Got to get to Premiere, and I will see everybody there. So guys, listen, I honestly want you to hear what I'm saying because it's incredibly important, and you're going to hear this every single day for the rest of the year. If you want to have a fantastic holiday season, it started now. Okay. If you wanted to have, if you want a fantastic first quarter of next year, which will inevitably make it a fantastic, complete 2018, your best year ever, it starts now. You have got to fight against your tendency to want to kick back in this, you know, October, November, December. You've got to put a plan in place that's going to keep you focused. That's going to force you to do what you don't want to do, and you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's just a fact. We have a biological need almost to basically kick it into low gear and be lazy during the last quarter of every year. Guys, we sold real estate. We know what we're talking about, but you've got to fight against it. 
It's the, it's the only universal secret of anyone who's ever produced anything significant in their lives. It's when you are actually doing what you don't want to do, when you don't want to do it at the highest level, and combined with the fact that your competitors are being lazy, when you put all those pieces together, you're going to win so much easier because you're just taking advantage of the fact that your competition is out to lunch. You know, good. That's what you want to do. So I want you all to be part of this mastermind that we're starting. Buy the book on Amazon. Give us a great review. I'd certainly appreciate it. If you guys want a free coaching call, if you really want to dial it in, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And as Julie alluded to, when you do that, we actually give you a copy of one of our other books, which is Real Estate Treasure Map. So just go there. We'll give you some books. You'll be entitled to a call with one of our new member coaches. If you need us for anything, go to Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. Remember, you can listen to our podcast replays at any time by going to TimAndJulieHarris.com. Go to Stitcher. Go to iTunes. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.